Today we're talking about 5 little known facts about INFJs and this isn't just geared towards other types. This is also something INFJs need to hear and see because very often when we're not aware of those tendencies, when we're not aware of all of those things that make us successful, happy and fulfilled in life, we pretty much bypass them and we're missing out on a huge opportunity to improve our life on our terms. Before we get started, I want to remind you if you haven't done this so far to download the free poster on the INFJ Epic Life Formula. And if you want to take it to the next level and really start changing your life today to the better, of course, create that INFJ Epic Life on your terms, then get the INFJ Epic Life audio guide. Everything you need to know, you can find in the links in the description. Number one. INFJs need external structure. So we as INFJs are cerebral beings. We are introverts. We're people who are not in need of anything particular, as in we can move, we can change our life around, and we will still function. We're also not very much attached to things that happened in the past, so we're not that nostalgic. We don't need to stay in certain areas because otherwise we feel we would lose ourselves. But if we don't have an external thing or an external person or whatever it may be that is keeping us grounded, we very often lose ourselves. And we lose ourselves in such a way that we're pretty much not moving forward. We stay in one place mentally, we don't really improve our lives, and we feel like life is just passing by and we feel stagnant, we feel like we're completely procrastinating in our life, and we don't know what to do about it. That being said, that does not mean that we cannot create that external structure. And it's even very important to do that because if you just attach yourself to the person who is currently around you or the current circumstances, then you're not really in control of your life. What you can do though is to say, okay, I need certain aspects in my life, I need certain people in my life, and that will help me to have the structure and the pull that I need in order to move forward in life. So for example, for me, once I started this channel, I always had that pull to show up because I knew people are expecting this video, this is something I do all the time. It has been something that I created for myself that is an external structure which keeps me grounded on the path I wanna go. Similarly, it's with the people I have in my life. I have people in my life who are ambitious, I have people in my life who are very playful, I have people in my life who are very carefree everything I need in one way or another. And I have those people around me, not only because I enjoy their company, but also because it helps me to become the person I want to be. For INFJs, using this aspect is incredibly important. And it does not mean that you're not going to be genuine towards your friends or that you have to give up anything that you like. You can just say to yourself, what can I add to my life that will give me the push and the pull towards the life? I want. And trust me, it will make a huge difference to you as an INFJ because we as INFJs are very impressionable this way. So it's on us to decide what kind of environment we put ourselves into and what kind of people we surround ourselves with because not only does that play a role for everybody else, but for INFJs specifically, it makes that much more of a difference if you have the right people, the right circumstances, or the people and the circumstances which are pulling you to towards depression or feeling stuck or unhappy with your life. 
Number two, INFJs are incredibly good at learning from their mistakes. A lot of people have problems learning from mistakes or avoid mistakes because it sort of tells them there's something wrong with them. It really hits the ego quite harshly. The way INFJs think and the way their cognitive functions are set up, it really gives us the opportunity to learn from mistakes and look at them from a third person's perspective. So it doesn't mean that we're always ready to learn from our mistakes. We may do the same mistakes over and over again, but once we're ready to see what has been going on, we take all the lessons learned and apply them to our life. Because one thing we do is we create a new way of thinking, right? It has everything to do with our introverted thinking in combination with our introverted intuition, the way INFJs are set up. So we start creating not only a new belief system, but we also alter our vision for the future, right? It's the combination of both of those things that make the INFJ the way they are. And so if you're in a situation where you feel like, but I'm continuing to do the same mistakes, then you're probably not really seeing those things as mistakes yet. They're probably guiding you towards something that will tell you one way or another what way is up, right? So often we continue to play out the same pattern. So often we get into different toxic relationships that, you know, make us feel something, but we know we're not really getting anywhere. But we also know we can't really move away from that. Stop thinking that this is something bad. There's a reason why you're in this place. There's a reason why you're, you know, attaching yourself to that person or to that circumstance. And I'm not talking about some esoteric meaning behind it. What I'm saying is that there's a lesson to be learned there one way or another. And you as an INFJ are probably so curious that you're willing to go down that path even if others would have already abandoned the situation long ago because it is too risky for them, their ego might get bruised, and they're just afraid of what that will mean to them and how that will unravel within their psyche and within their life. INFJs are very brave when it comes to that. They're so curious and they want to know what's going to happen, that they're willing to go the extra mile, that they're willing to go, you know, in situations that might be way too risky for others. But INFJs know that the answer is somewhere in there. Either that person or that circumstance will give you some answer that you were looking for, or once and for all, you will know now for sure, this is not the way to go and I can really close that chapter once and for all. Number three, INFJs love experiencing through others. So this is something that is quite controversial because very often we are taught that, you know, that's just the way the INFJ is, right? We attach ourselves to other people. We absorb their musical taste. We understand, you know, what's going on in their psyche. And there are two parts to this. On the one hand, it is not healthy because we forget ourselves. We forget who we are. We forget what matters to us. And we're definitely not building on creating more of that within our life. We're not really making sure that we're anchoring the person we want to be, right? Because if you do that, you pretty much have to figure out what is my musical taste if nobody around me was listening to anything? What would the apartment be that I would want to live in? What would the job be that I would want to do or the business I would want to start? What kind of family structure am I looking for? Do I want to stay single? Do I want to have a family? Like all of those things, we need to go our own path in order to figure those things out. That being said, it does not mean that you have to give up this hobby of yours of experiencing things through others. 
if you know that this is something that you're first off very skilled at, and second of all, it's something that you enjoy, it's a leisure activity, then, you know, use it as such. As long as you know I'm making sure that I'm building my own life, I'm staying on my own path, and if there are things that I'm experiencing through other people, then it's just something that I'm enjoying for the moment. This is not my solution. This is not going to be the path that I'm going to follow, but it's something that I can enjoy on the side and you know, knowing that you're not going to go all the way. Right, we as INFJs, we've all been there where we just dove in so deeply, we went down that rabbit hole and you know, pretty much immersed ourselves into another person's, you know, way of living, their understanding of life, their pleasures, as in, you know, art and music and whatever it may be. And although this is something that might be very exhilarating, we all know it's just a quick fix and it never gives us the satisfaction that we're looking for. The moment you start really choosing yourself and starting to build a life on your own and, you know, on your terms and the way you think is right and you really put in the effort and the time, you're going to see that you cannot experience through others as intensely as you used to. But that is fine. That is a price well worth paying because in order to be able to pull so much from others, we have to hollow ourselves out. And the moment you start building your life, you fill up your void. You start creating so much happiness and joy and fulfillment and abundance overall for yourself that you're not going to be able to pick up so much from others. But enough in order to, you know, spice up your life a little bit, make it a little bit more exciting and get some inspiration that you can then pull into your life. Number four, the INFJ needs action and force in their life and they need it in such a way that they create it themselves. They utilize it. We as INFJs, we love power, we love force, right? This is all about our last function, SE, but we're not very skilled at it. We're not very strong at this aspect. So every single time it would come down to, okay, I would have to put in action. I would have to put in, you know, discipline. I would have to put in motion and force into something. We very often back off because it seems like if I would just work with somebody else who's really good at this and for whom this seems easy, you know, things would happen much easier. So we very often kind of like even shy away from utilizing it because that way we can utilize more of the power that other people have around us. But the problem with this is that it will never be your path. The only person who can put motion, force, power, action towards your version of your epic life, right? On your way of creating everything you ever wanted, it has to be you who makes it happen. Because no matter who you have around you, no matter what great of a partnership you think you're having with a friend, a coworker, you know, a sibling, your romantic partner, it will never be your path because nobody can look into your mind. You're the only one who knows what is happening. And so you have to know, okay, I might not be able to create that much movement and to be that powerful and to do, you know, a hundred million things a day, how maybe some sensor types could, but guess what? You don't have to. I always like to say we as INFJs, we don't have to do all the things. We have to do the right things. And we as INFJs have the superpower of vision. We know where we want to go. We know what we want. The challenge though is if you're not making forward movement in the real world, 
you're going to get stuck. You're going to feel stuck because there's no new information coming into your mind. No matter how well you think you can imagine something, once you take action, once you really apply it in the real world, you will see that things are differently than you thought. And with that new information, with that feedback from your environment, you know what the next step is going to be. And much more important, you're going to get excited about the next step of your journey. And there's no way of you to create that continuous growth in your mind if you're not getting a new base point in your life. So you have to make sure that you as INFJ put an action into your life, right? It has to be something that you utilize. You don't have to do a lot, but you have to take action. Just a quick reminder on that point, like, you know, get the posters, get the INFJ Epic Life formula poster, get the five pillars on an INFJ Life poster, you know, look into the audio guide, sign up for the waiting list for the bootcamp, because there we really go deep into what steps to take in order to get that motion going forward. But so if you're on this crossroad and you don't know how you should, you know, continue living your life, know this, as long as you only stay in your mind and you believe that that will be enough, you'll always feel like something is missing. Tap into your physical energy, start making forward movement, accept what is currently happening in your life and start improving that. Through that, you will really blow up your mind in a way you never thought possible. So remember this, the INFJ needs action and they need force in their life. And it needs to be them who take it, no matter how small it may seem to the INFJ at that moment. It's never too small to be the right step forward. And number five, the INFJ will always have a segmented life. So this is something that has been a huge topic in my life and I've talked about it in a lot of videos, but probably not so concretely how I'm going to talk about it now. So the point here is that the INFJ tends to have different friends who do not connect. Uh, the INFJ tends to be one version of themselves when they're with their family, another version of themselves when they're with their coworkers, another one when they're with their friends. And yes, I have learned with time that it's extremely important for the INFJ to combine those things in a way where everybody should know the integral parts of you as a human being. What I mean by this, I mean, if you have friends and you know they would not like you if they knew that you listen to this kind of music, that you're friends with another person, that you have certain interests, then this is something to bring forward right? It doesn't have to be all at once, but the goal is to say, okay, I don't need to be, you know, listening to that kind of music with my friend, but I need them to know that this is something that excites me and I'm not going to hide it. It's not about going out of your way and, you know, making people aware of everything that you are. But what we have to learn though, is that we want to stop walking on eggshells. If you as an INFJ keep walking on eggshells, you're really missing out a lot because you're keeping yourself in this small box. The more you feel you have to hide parts of yourself, the more you're not going to be able to utilize, you know, all the power that you have, all the joy that you have for life. It really numbs out all aspects of your life. So challenge yourself to be more open towards the people around you. You don't have to tell everybody everything. That's not the point. But the more you dare to show them this aspect of you and say, well, this is part of who I am. This is really something that is important to me. You know, other things I might, you know, not show you because they're not that integral to me. But these are things that I like about myself and about the way I see life. 
And I want you to know this because I rather want you to dislike me for who I am than to like me for somebody that I'm not. The challenge here though is that a lot of INFJs, if they hear this concept and they think, okay, I have to be more like this, I know this is the right way to go, they still hesitate because it feels like it would be too much work to combine all of those aspects of your life. It would be too harsh, it would be too much. And so therefore they start questioning themselves, what is wrong with them, why aren't they strong enough? When in reality, it's just about removing this aspect of yourself that you feel like you're hiding. Not everybody in my life knows everything about me and they don't have to, but I certainly don't feel like I'm hiding parts of myself. I certainly don't feel like I'm walking on eggshells how I used to. That being said, I still have a segmented life. I still have aspects of my life which I enjoy tremendously and I don't want to combine them with other things. I wanna have my different friendship groups. I wanna have my family life and then I wanna go out with my girlfriends for lunch and be somebody completely different in that moment. I'm not hiding any of those aspects one from the other, but I love having those segmented areas in my life. And I've experienced this with INFJs all the time, that this is something that sort of feels like, okay, how should I behave? Is there a rule here? No, there is no rule. Just aim to not walk on eggshells and still allow yourself to enjoy your life the way it is, the segmented way of living. And till this day, I can tell you it's way more you know, divided for me than it is for any of my friends. So often they have, you know, a meeting with their husbands and their friends and their kids and so on. I don't want that till this day. I see a difference in how divided my life is from the life of my non-INFJ friends. But it works. And because I'm not hiding it anymore, they know that this is how I am. They don't question it. They respect and accept it. And so do I. Remember, if you want to tap deeper into creating your INFJ epic life on your terms, then check out the free poster on the INFJ epic life formula and definitely get the audio guide that will guide you step-by-step towards making those decisions and those steps in your life that will make you move forward like you've never had before. Everything you need to know, you can find in the links in the description. And if you wanna watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video on the five weirdest habits of the INFJ.